I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Hello again, friends. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is the show where two nerds sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. My name is Jordan Ferguson. Caitlin McKinnon is convalescing from her transatlantic jet lag. Joining me in the Polly Pocket, longtime friend of the pod, first time guest on the pod, Mr. Chris Kozak. Hello, everyone. Chris Kozak, who are you to the Geek Down Podcast? Um, I guess fan? Of the Geek Down podcast, uh, just part-time, any, part-time. Just means anybody could walk in here if you're a fan of the podcast. I feel like that's true. Your security's not really that tight in this place, so I mean, I did not have trouble getting up. You buzzed me in without even. I was like, texted you, and you're just like, the buzzer's open. It's fine. What are you talking about? Yeah. You just wander in with the rest of the vagrants. <laughs> Chris Kozak, I met lord it was that major canadian retailer i'm sure uh, chris kozak was actually the moment i realized that like oh toronto could be a place for me because i believe there was a joke made about freakazoid yeah at work and i was or i made a joke about freakazoid or it was a joke that would not have flown if you didn't know back in windsor <laughs> but it, like in windsor i couldn't have made that joke or i would have had to explain it but like i remember making a joke that you got immediately and i was yes. like oh oh this is legit oh toronto <laughs> So I still have those DVDs. Freakazoid? Oh, yeah. Amazing. I, yeah. I haven't seen Freakazoid in a million years. I haven't seen a DVD in years. <laughs> They're in my closet. <laughs> so we have known Kozak for a very long time. He is a he is an artiste. He is a... Marketeer. Is, he's, a, <laughs> he's an artiste. He's a marketeer. He, he works in the... You're in the, we call it the fashion industry, Fa- I guess. Fast of fashion, yeah, I that? guess. I don't know, geek fashion. I would say. Do you want? Do you want to plug? Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I work for uh, Shirt Punch. Uh, Shirt Punch. www.shirtpunch.com for all your geek apparel needs. But um, and also T-shirt elephant, which is only Canadian. Sorry, Kira. <laughs> no T-shirt. Yeah, yeah no T-shirt you, elephant Kira. for the Australian fans yet, no, or international, or U.S. So anybody in Canada, sure, order custom apparel through us. But uh, other than that, just uh, don't don't go on the site. You're ruining our traffic and fucking up our numbers. <laughs> so think about the metrics, everyone. <laughs> I measure those things. If this is the sort of tomfoolery you wish you had more of in your life, there's a couple ways you can do that. First and foremost, you can go to SoundCloud.com/slash/GeekDownPod. All of our archives live there for the moment. Until SoundCloud finally goes under, but we'll, VC, come and get them. <laughs> we'll figure that. We'll figure that out when it happens. When you are at SoundCloud, you will see a button that says subscribe. If you hit that, it will take you to Apple Podcasts. But it doesn't have to be Apple Podcasts. It could be the Android Store. It could be on Stitcher. We're not on Spotify because they're bougie. I still get you on iTunes. I refuse to do the updates, so my computer still says iTunes. That's where I get you. If you're on a 486 <laughs> running Windows 95, you can still you can still get us on your iTunes. And deliver to you, piping hot and fresh. He doesn't have chimes this week, which we'll get to in a minute, but I lost his chimes. <laughs> Sorry, Chauncey. Your man, Chauncey Frustilicus III, rides the Ron Philip on the Rainbow of Friendship to deliver you to your device. Piping hot episodes of The Geek Down. It is all you have to do. It's not the same without the chimes. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it was a whole thing. I'll, I'll get to it. Okay. Um, 
If you would like to berate me for not having chimes this episode, there are a few ways you can do that. Twitter.com slash GeekdownPod. Normally, I would play Get Up Off Twitter. I don't have that drop either right now. Get Up Off Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> That's what... <laughs> Kovac's going to be on every episode from now on. He's just going to sit in the back and like hype man, do hype man drops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have that one. I got, okay. I got that one. Um, <laughs> Twitter.com slash GeekdownPod. We have an Instagram, Instagram.com slash GeekdownPod. Nothing much happens there, but eh, if I feel like it, occasionally something happens. You could email us at GeekdownPod at gmail.com, or we have a Facebook page, group, what have you, for whatever reason. I don't know why. But dead we're mall. <laughs> the, the dead mall of social media. I don't know why we're still there. The lease hasn't run out yet, so we're just, <laughs> ri- we're just riding it out till foreclosure. You're like the Aldo in the corner. <laughs> All the, that's even that's even being nicer to what life on Facebook is like. Fair. You did not go to St. James Place, whatever. No, no dead, mall, dead Mall of Hamilton. No, I did not. If you didn't, if you didn't see it on Twitter, friends, uh, I posted a couple of videos when we were there back in July, and Caitlin made the comment that like when you enter the new part of the mall from the old part of the mall, the air changes. <laughs> And it's not wrong. I know what she means, <laughs> It kind of goes from this muggy, like, you know, whatever. Like, clearly, like, the air conditioning, this, the, the ventilation is not running at peak capacity. And then you walk into the new area where it is, and it's like, oh, proper oxygen. Sheridan Mall used to be like that in <laughs> Toronto. Like, there was this moment where we were on the cusp of losing it all, and it just came where back. Where is Sheridan Mall? Jana Wilson. I know. See, this, this is the other thing you're getting today, friends. Uh, none, none of this... Split Twin City, Hamilton, <laughs> Toronto. Goodness, this is straight. This is all. This is all six talk today because mm-hmm. Kozak represents the uh, North Toronto, which Born is and raised. Because when I talk about how your party's at Glencairn and I'm not going, like that's like <laughs> that's where Kozak lives. <laughs> I've never seen. I've, no, I have seen your house. Yeah, we've I've driven you home occasionally. Yes, so I've seen your house. I have never, of my own volition, <laughs> gone to your home. I've been friends with you for like ten years. One day, and I have never been inside your house. Anyway. If you want to tell me to be a better friend, you can do that. The Facebook group, which is at www.facebook.com forward slash geek down pod. <laughs> I'm out of practice. <laughs> I tried to flip it on people <laughs> and I fucked it up. <laughs> anyway, so why don't I have the drops? Okay, so it, it's book season and I got to tell you, friends, I have I have an essay due at the end of the month and I'm tra- things are advancing on book two. And I got to tell you, podcast been back for a week already gone over (laughs) (laughs) wait over book season or over the podcast over the podcast (laughs) like i love y'all but this shit takes up a lot of time no it's not the podcast i've just been working like so friggin' much i have i'm going into a three-day weekend now but this is the first since i went on vacation this is the first like consecutive days off i've had the most i've had is like finish an overnight be off that night which that's a wash i'm gonna pass out at five o'clock and sleep till seven in the morning yeah and then the next night, go back to work. Like, I've had one night off to the point where I had to, like, sit down with the powers that be at major Canadian retailer and be like, you need to do better. Get that nine to five. <laughs> need, Get that nine to five. You need to do better. Oh. Um, but I haven't talked about it much because I don't like to be too much of a shill. But, you know, like, I bought the Apple Pencil kind of on a whim. I was like, eh, that's a thing to do. Why not? I can get it for cheap. I got gift cards. Like, you know, whatever. And I primarily use it for, like, there are all these apps for, like, it was a whole channel called, like, Paperless Student that teaches you, like, what apps best to use for, like, note-taking, annotating PDFs and whatnot, highlighting. And and so I use it a lot for that. And basically the Apple Pencil went, and 
wouldn't connect anymore. Wait, how long did you own it for? Oh, not long. Like okay. two months. Two okay. months, but it was also, I bought it from a major Canadian retailer, and it was very apparent that it was, like, last in stock. So it may have been, like, one of the first ones released, and I don't know. Right. Apple does that shit. We're, like, the first Aren't one. you under warranty? Well, I, no, I took it back, and I got a new one for free. But basically, oh, okay. the the last resort for me to try and fix it myself, because I don't want to talk to people or do things, ask for help. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, you know, I like to try. I'm usually pretty good at figuring this shit out myself. Like, I figured mm-hmm. out how to put a fucking podcast together by myself from watching, like, six hours of YouTube tutorials. Like, I mean, granted, there are a lot of sparks and duct tape, but, <laughs> listen, you know, whatever. <laughs> are you the fire marshal? <laughs> um going to go into fire marshal bill and i decided against my better judgment really really <laughs> just announcing your age there to the people i didn't put you on blast like that but uh, just letting the people know um so my last resort was just to wipe the shit down to factory and do it that way so i did still didn't work had to go to the apple store get that shit done thanks mitch thanks apple, chad a- apple store <laughs> the apple store in the eaton center so I had those, all the drops went away and I had to try to get the drops back. I have the most important ones, you know, obviously that's the one I can't live without. Everyone loves the dang. Most importantly, it's like she's here in the room. <laughs> we miss you, sweetie. That's my favorite. Um, and this one. Wow. <laughs> goes, so good. Goes like, loves a good wow. Got the air horn, got the funk flex bombs, got the, got the you know, got, got the essentials. But I mean, a lot, a lot of the color is, is I had to lose. They will come back. I will find some time to get the drops back. Maybe but. some new ones. Maybe maybe, maybe, maybe some, some new ones. subscribers, if you subscribe at a high enough level, you can choose the next drop. Look at Kozak keeping me on point because I totally forgot to mention we have a Patreon. What a twist. <laughs> if you'd like to support this endeavor financially, hey, you can do that at patreon.com slash geekdownpod. Lots of information there. There will be a new Geekdown playlist coming up this month for patrons because it's Queen season. New album on Tuesday. As you're listening to this, Jordan will be getting his life just lying on the floor, letting the warm sounds of Yasutaka Nakata flow over him. And so there'll probably be nothing but perfume this week. If Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we understand. You're still on that free Spotify. Oh, yeah. You're still using your parents netflix account like, you know it we get it older you brother you don't want to be surprised by that shout stuff. out to rob <laughs> shout out to rob kozak <laughs> you don't want to be surprised you can go to ko-fi kofi coffee we still don't know how to pronounce it it's kofi is it kofi i don't know you know that for a fact? i just came in with like really like yeah it's probably not <laughs> kofi.com slash geek down pod buy us a kofi or a coffee three dollars one tier that's it three dollars canadian 45 cents everywhere else in the world. Like, you can't afford that? <laughs> Get all indignant on the list. <laughs> like, you ain't you got a euro? <laughs> Check your pockets. <laughs> you got a euro. <laughs> You're too good to give a euro to the Geek Town Podcast. Anyway. Get your shilling out. <laughs> Throw us a shilling once, twice. Do it again in six months. Never do it again. The control is given back to you, listeners, because we respect you. We respect you. We want you to do, if you want to support this, hey, we'd like to give you the option to do it on your own terms. And as always, we always appreciate every dollar donated to this endeavor. It got Caitlin the chair, which Kozak is presently sitting on. How do you like that chair? So comfy. I like that chair. So comfy. Lots of lumbar support. Got this mixer so you can have your beloved drops. It will get a microphone so we can accommodate guests in future. Or maybe Kozak can come back with Caitlin and I. Maybe. Everybody can chat. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't you love that? Anyway. So, like I said, because I've been working so much, I, I, 
basically look like a Sasquatch right now. So scary. <laughs> I, I'm so afraid for my life right now. I gave it like, first of all, I don't grow, like, Kovac has an immaculate beard. I actually might want to take a photo of that beard and put it looks like put it on Instagram. Hobo. I do look like a hobo, but I live in, <laughs> I live in Parkdale, so nobody notices. Um, but like, I got to a point where like, like your density. Just, Go ahead, yeah. just give it a take. Wow. Can we put it on the mic? Wow, that's my beard on the microphone. <laughs> Never put your beard on a microphone, but for the sake of the bit, we did it. Uh, There's no hairs in there. It's fine. But like, I don't know how how trim you keep it but like if i get too like i don't even get bushy but like if i get a little too much density in here drives me nuts and that was me on like thursday so it's just like half unconscious passing out like but i was like this is unbearable i can't do just one shot with the trimmers just over my face but still like my neck is not there's no there's no sculpting here like you have to get past that point you have to just bear it and then eventually, the yeah, and then once it gets past there, it just feels wonderful. It's like you hit the peak of the trampoline bounce, and it's basically, like, <laughs> yeah, you hit that moment of that yeah. moment of zen. Um, and also, you know, my hair is so long right now, you guys. Like it's like three quarters like of an looking inch. Looking at Ted Nugent back in the eighties, <laughs> hippie. Um, <laughs> but like, I I need to remember to take a photo of it because when I let it grow this long, I because I shave my own head now because fuck barbers, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can do it myself. Save twenty. Save twenty dollars every six months. Uh, How about I give you five cents, <laughs> and I just buy your clippers. <laughs> when I do it myself, I, I was like really not paying attention to it one day, and I like started at the top. Like normally, I like start from the back and come up around the sides, and then the top. But I just like started at the top, and. <laughs> just real nonchalant and caught a glimpse of like so like only the top half of my head was shaped <laughs> and i caught a glimpse of myself no. in the mirror and i was straight <laughs> no. i was straight picarding it like <laughs> and it instantly added like everybody's always like oh my god you're so baby faced david sedaris thought you were 27 it instantly made me 50 like <laughs> david sedaris would be like oh you're that i'm old? going you to guess like you're 90 i'm going to guess you're 67 <laughs> um, <laughs> Instantly picarded me, and I just started dying fucking laughing. So I'm, like, <laughs> deliberately growing my hair out again so I can capture this moment because I have no shame, and I think it's you so funny when I do this. need to send me that photo. I will. I bring all this up, friends, because, hey, speaking of Picard, news! Segway game on point! I thought about that one and planned it out meticulously. Damn. Um, Damn, son. <laughs> Not a lot of news in the world that I paid attention to. I mean, you know, James Gunn may or may not be doing Guardians again. Who knows? Whatever. Mm. Um, well, well. Cares. But I figured this was relevant because, uh, like Caitlin McKinnon, Chris Kozak, pretty big tank head over there. Oh, yeah. TNG. How do you feel about the announcement from Sir Pat Stew that some sort of Captain Picard property... He's reprising the role. I'm swooning. Despite having thought he was done with it and said all he had to say with the character. Apparently, he's been chatting with the folks. That this is going to be a CBS All Access thing, I believe. So one of those, like Discovery, it's going to be one of those online-only shows. I feel like, honestly, like if he can bring that lobster costume into this, <laughs> that's, that's my only dream. <laughs> that's, that's all you want? That's all I want. Um, no, I'm dying. Like, me and Julia are just like... Yeah, over the moon. Julia being Kozak's senior correspondent. A secret 
correspondent. I thought about that. Secret, she's the right? secret correspondent? There's already senior correspondent. Yeah. So she can be secret, secret correspondent. <laughs> secret. Secret. Um, we have no... She did help me plan some of my notes. <laughs> listen, yo, if you love a tiny... Listen, if Don't you... Don't look at my notebooks if, and start talking. If you love a tiny... I'm getting out of pocket, but if you, if you love a tiny notebook... <laughs> Chris Kozak has dropped multiple. Like, he just made it rain tiny notebooks all over. One of them is Hobbit-themed. Oh, he got, got the Hobbit tiny notebook. And one of them is Star Wars-themed. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just really, really up the game. Uh, there's no no real news about this story, but one thing uh, Sir Pat Stu did say was that maybe he ain't a captain. Maybe, Maybe he's not. retired. Who knows? Maybe it's just him at another stage in his life. Maybe Running around, doing that archaeology stuff, you know, out, getting out, married, out kissing the, ladies. Out at the vineyard. Yeah. Chilling at the vineyard. Who knows? But this is, I have, you know, obviously been very much on the record with like, we don't need to keep going back to the old shit. Like, give me some new shit. Like, blah, blah, blah. I don't think he would go back if it wasn't. You're, you, no, you're absolutely right. I don't think they need to revive TNG, but it's okay to bring it into that new era yes and have him play that reprise the same role but in a different way in a new way in like modern era don't have him go back and be like oh it's only been like five years and they're (laughs) still in space and whatever um who knows he could be a supporting make him a supporting character on his own show like it could be a whole new thing where he's just like not the main focus but he's there maybe an advisor who knows but it will be interesting to see that um, yeah, they really, CBS All Access making, I don't know if it's them, Amazon, or Hulu that are making the biggest, biggest, pardon the phrase, big dick energy moves. Hulu for like, is not making BDE moves. <laughs> you don't think so? I don't think so. Between, well, I read some articles. I'll talk we'll, later. We'll, after get to, yeah. we'll get to that in the second half of the program, but I don't know. Uh, CBS All Access is really, really going, going at it. Mm-hmm. Trying to siphon off some of them Netflix dollars. Chris Kozak, I asked you to bring in news. I have no mm-hmm. idea what you have in your tiny notebook. What do you have in your tiny notebook that you would like to share with the people? Red Dead Redemption okay. 2. Well, well, yeah. Gameplay trailer <laughs> well, drop. Well, yeah. There... Saw that yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're liking that? There is more detail in the horse's genitalia. Than any face wow. in Mass Effects Andromeda. <laughs> okay? Okay, first of all, I didn't even notice horse genitalia. Get on Reddit. <laughs> there is a full you, Reddit you dedicated. Want that full, you know, 60 DPI, like. But, like, no, it just speaks to Rockstar's attention to detail. Yeah. Like, there's no. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. It, it's funny. So Red Dead Redemption 2 is the sequel to Red Dead Redemption. It's coming prequel. out. Prequel. Oh, second game prequel story. Yeah. Um, Which com- is awesome. Coming out in October. The first game came out, Lord, like six, seven, eight years ago. Like No idea. A long yeah, ass time. A long time ago. Well, before GTA 5, and that's been out for like you know six years, six, yeah. seven years. Um, so... Yeah, they've had a few trailers, and this was the first, you know, where you basically saw the gameplay, and it was funny, I was talking to my boy Pops at, at work last night, and I asked him if he saw it, and we were both like, yeah, it looks ridiculous, and the thing we both said was like, obviously, and I'll get more to this in updates, but like, my life has been like, I'm always like, GTA, 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 like, that's my jam, um, 
I didn't even like really care about the first Red Dead, and I kind of almost suspect I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know, because it's you know, you can be no radio stations, you're not driving cars off the sides of buildings, like you know, you ride your horse off a cliff. How <laughs> how much how much am I really going to enjoy this? But like, I played the fuck out of Red Dead. You and secret correspondent probably spent hundreds of hours I on was that game. Grinding for that fucking buffalo mount <laughs> in free play, man. I wanted to ride a fucking bear around so good around the world map. Oh my god, um, so good. So yeah, that's I'm have they even teased any sort of online component for this? Are they Oh it's I gonna happen. There's going no to. like there's they can't not do it. I'm interested yeah, I'm interested to see how that's how the resources are gonna shake out there just because gta online has become such a behemoth for them and still yeah making crazy money i mean obviously it's not going anywhere but i just i think this is the shift now like this is where they think their gta 5 fans are gonna go i yeah i don't don't, mm. this is the next home but if you if you've invested so much into gta you have a fleet of cars you've got a fucking orbital laser like you you're yeah. probably bored by now. Maybe. And there may be some folks that are bored, but like there's a lot of us who like refuse to invest your own physical money and like you're just you're on that grind. And, and there'll still be a home for those people. They're not gonna kick people off GTA five if it's still earning the money. There better be. <laughs> I need it in my life. <laughs> They're not gonna remove the soundtrack. Um <laughs> Yo, I actually, I actually have a follow up to that. I want to get, I want to get to, I have, I have like a revisit of that of that story because everybody gave me lip about that about that story. Why? Like nobody cared. Like this is what? Who cares? It's not a big deal. But like I'm telling you, I'm deal. telling you, I'm like putting my finger up at an invisible camera right now. I'm telling you, he's pointing at the window. There's <laughs> parked up. No, don't let the sun. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, this is a bigger deal than you think it is. Kind of. In some regards. Absolutely. Well, no, it is. Get, and it, it's control. It's who owns what. Well, 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 okay. 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 I, I, got, I got something for it. I got something for it in a minute. Um, so, yes, Red Dead looks amazing. Um, did you pre-order yet? No. They're going to give me $2 million for GTA money if I, pre- if I pre-order it. Are you pre-ordering for me then? Um, yeah, could. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. No, I've been on another multiplayer. Oh. Just Segway game. Mm. Uh, Stardew Valley. Just launched their multiplayer. Stardew Valley has a multiplayer. It just launched. Huh. The newest update. So good. You can live on a friend's farm and say, help them how, out. I was going to say, how, how does that work? It's all is real it? time. No more pausing by opening the menu. You got to <laughs> like get your shit together fast. <laughs> farm that. Milk them cows. Go. So I am not super familiar. I only have a passing familiarity with Stardew Valley. For me and for the people, what is the game? Stardew Valley is beauty incarnate. <laughs> It's like you start off and, you know, your grandfather died or something and then you take over the farm and it's very Harvest Moon in that sense. But also there are caves to explore and you got to kill monsters and you got to meet all the town people. So it's got this uh, Animal Crossing kind of vibe Mm. and you're collecting things and putting them into collections and filling up the museum, much like Animal Crossing. And he just takes the best of every game. There's dating too, right? I feel like Twitter Twitter only is concerned about you know, linking up with their you know, best boy or girl. Twitter is only concerned about Shane. <laughs> Shane is Shane? the alcoholic that you turn <laughs> him around and you bring him home. And he becomes your husband and he still stays a sack of crap. <laughs> 
Shots. has a messy room. He Shots. ruins your house. Shots of There's shame. footprints all through on the carpet when he moves in. Son of a... Oh. Kozak has feelings. Shane. No, it's because secret correspondent married Shane. <laughs> so uh, a little bit bitter. You were like, really? Little, yeah, really? Like, oh, yeah, that's how you want to go? This- oh, fine. I'll marry the blonde. Yeah. <laughs> I'll marry Haley. How do you feel now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm fascinated now by this. I want listen, listeners. <laughs> let me know your best Stardew Valley player, girl. Oh, so good. So they have a multiplayer now. And yes. you, can, you can basically be a farmhand on your friend's farm. Yeah, basically, they have to buy you a little house on their farm, and then you <laughs> live there and do work for them. <laughs> so good. Everybody got their something. <laughs> oh, other big news: uh. Fallout seventy six. We all know about this, yes? I know I Ish. know it was announced. I don't know what it has anything so to do with. It's it's another Fallout. Yes. Basically, whatever. No, uh, it's tr- not I tried. I tried I tried Fallout. <laughs> Fallout I did. Fallout 4 was so good. It was And 3. I tried 3 and 1. And look, I've mentioned before I don't like those games where it's like I feel if I like, you know, say the wrong thing to somebody, I've doomed myself on some like, you know, karma scale that's measuring every decision I make. Like I don't I don't like those games that's fair but Uh, the way to get around that just buy in like (laughs) once you say something and you're that person just go hog (laughs) (laughs) stop questioning just quit quit dilly dallying kick everybody in the trying to play the middle you punk (laughs) yeah but fallout 76 they're not releasing it on steam oh yeah Hmm. yeah first time ever as far as i know just gonna be console yeah so uh, my thought is that they're either they can't get their multiplayer down mm. or they're afraid of the ratings and the lashback because it's <laughs> supposed to be garbage. Really? Like hot garbage. It's not even, I've, I don't know much about it, but isn't it like not really? It's like a, no wait, it's a bunker simulator basically? Like a. Something like that. Is Fallout 76 like an actual Fallout game or is it Kinda. like life in the bunker type of no, game? No, it's like, I don't know, Fallout. Animal Crossing with mutants type of thing. <laughs> there's, there's, I don't even know. I didn't research it enough mm. because. Everybody's just been saying, oh, it's going to be shit, so I just kind of avoided it. <laughs> um, but all I know is they're not releasing it on Steam, which says one of two things. They don't have their shit together, or it's going to get terrible ratings and eaten alive, and they don't want that. Well, Bethesda's day one releases usually don't have their shit together, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Aren't they, like, patched into oblivion? Yeah. Um, I just, I remember, this is before I even played an Elder Scrolls or anything. I remember listening to an old IGN podcast years ago, and one of the hosts mentioning they were talking about Oblivion or Skyrim or something and talking to one of the guys at Bethesda and they were basically saying like, listen, if this happens, just save your game and restart. That's not okay. (laughs) There's a thing that's broken. (laughs) It'll get patched, but the game's out. So just, just hang on, just save and wait. If this at basically, if this, (laughs) we're fixing it, but if this, if you see this happen, just get out because you're going to lose, you're going to lose your shit. That's the, that's the gaming industry. Oh my gosh! Crunch time, yeah. yo! Like all of my news is gaming related. That's so fine. That's we don't some... listen. You are more. That is your more your wheelhouse, right? Like I a little bit. Like yeah. I I do game, but it's like you remember my gaming talk. It's like, hey, Jordan finally played the hottest hit from 2014. <laughs> like I'm still playing GTA, and I'm like debating whether to pull the trigger on Yakuza Zero. You're not the only one still playing GTA, like. Is still huge. Oh, like I know. I yeah. can't find. Well, a fu- on, yeah. I can't find a fucking lobby with two people <laughs> in it, so I can get anything done without getting shot by a flying car. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, Soul Calibur Six 
big news being I, released October 19th. I did, ooh, my happy birthday. Yeah. Um, I did hear that there was, because it's the 20th anniversary of, maybe That's not, right. of Soul, not since Soul Blade, maybe, but. Soul, maybe Soul Blade, maybe Soul Calibur. Yeah. yeah. Um, always dug, always dug Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading, it's funny, I was reading an article about it, so, you know, The Ringer actually has been doing a, The Ringer's making the argument that 1998 was the best year for video games. That's that movie with the guy when he enters the Special Olympics. <laughs> no, it's a website. TheRinger.com. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they are arguing that 1998 was the best year for video games, and they have a bunch of examples of why that is. Soul Calibur is one of them. So periodically throughout the year, they've been doing these articles, looking back at these games that they argue are the reason why 1998 was the best year, and the Soul Calibur one just went up. Um, so I knew they, I knew this game was coming. And one of the things they mentioned that made Soul Calibur so great, even from the Dreamcast on, was like if you wanted to, you know, get real evil world championships with it, and like you know, study fucking frame rates and button combos and mm-hmm. things like that you could do that mm-hmm. or you could pick the dude with the nunchucks and just slap the buttons <laughs> and hold your own like <laughs> it was a game for the whole family it really was <laughs> and like i remember back in the day when like <laughs> back in the day come on out graybeard <laughs> <laughs> my feeble that's, bo- that's your next job <laughs> rattle my feeble bones out um we used to like like nobody had a PlayStation. We like would rent a PlayStation mm-hmm. and then have these like crazy ass video game nights. And like Soul Blade was like huge. That was that was the one we'd play for hours. Just swap in, swap out. Winner stays on, and winner stays on. Loser swaps out. And that would be the thing. Like I knew a little bit. Like whoever had the chick with the staff was like. I don't remember her name. I can't remember. She had the staff. Secret correspondent's <laughs> going to be so mad. She's screaming right now. Um, to be good with her, you had to like know what you were doing. You had to think about what you were doing. <laughs> Are you texting her? No. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Yeah, no. <laughs> but like her, you had to you had to know what you were doing to you had to be conscious of like what you were inputting to like make it work like, killick was the staff character killick was the staff yeah. character no but there was a, there was one bef- in the original soul caliber and in soul blade hualen maybe let me see her vaguely familiar i don't remember um but like you had to know what you were doing with her you had to be you couldn't just mash it you had to like think i am going to do this move now i'm going to you know down down right right and you know x um and that's fine. That was fun for me. But for the person who didn't game a lot, yeah, you could take Killick and just start slapping buttons and he spins that fucking staff around and whoops your ass. Basically. And, or somebody like me who chose Voldo all the time. You, you, so I'm not surprised by that. But, like, of course <laughs> you're the fucking Voldo guy. Well, it was Voldo or... Exorcist, well, walk, Exorcist walking all over people. <laughs> Who's the pirate? I can never remember his Cervantes? name. Cervantes? Cervantes. Thank you. Yes. It was Cervantes or Voldo. Cervantes was another one that, like, if you knew his moveset, you could destroy, but, like, yeah. not good for button mashing. No, like, not they, at all. They were very... Ivy was like that, too. Yeah. Oh, that was Secret Correspondence character. Yeah. It was Ivy. No surprises. I, Kick my ass every time. Also, no surprises. Yeah Ivy, yeah, Ivy lured your ass in with her outfit, and then you were like, I don't know how her sword <laughs> works. Um, I don't know how boobs work. I mean, <laughs> game. <laughs> um, 
So do we have any details about it? You're, no, you they've been date? releasing character videos. Go on YouTube, check out like new news, Soul Calibur 6. You'll see all the release videos, a lot of old characters from previous games. So, Does it look It looks amazing. Like it's, yeah, it's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be even better than the last one, which was better than the last one, which is better than the last one. So, yeah. It was oddly enough, yeah, it was oddly enough, never a Capcom fighting guy. Like the oh. Namco ones were my, were my jam coming up. Capcom, Marvel versus Capcom. That's my, my oh my all time favorite. You playing yeah. the, playing the new one? No, <laughs> no, no. I'm not good no, enough. No, no. <laughs> I'm old now. My That's, reflexes. It's a bunch of 14 year olds on Adderall. Right? <laughs> like, I can't compete. Fucking like Korean 14 year olds who just destroy <laughs> you. And like, I'd be interested to like if anybody's ever done a story about like because the the thing. Book two, which I haven't even announced what it's about, and I'm still not going to, but it's it's video game related and has a lot to do with um, the thing I've been fascinated about is just kind of this game, especially a split between casual and hardcore uh, absolutely. players and whether how much the game publisher was going to buy into that. Hmm. Like, OK, so do you have these elements of the game that are super, super hard? for that small, relatively small segment of players but dedicated. who are mad good at it, yeah. but super dedicated. And are, do, you risk, Competition. do you risk alienating the casual players mm. by doing that? Because I remember when I, Street Fighter 4 came out and like nostalgia got the better of me mm-hmm. and I bought Street Fighter 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played through with every character on like a difficulty high enough that I could at least see the ending, but like not the hardest mode or whatever. And then you... you you just fly through like nothing until you get to the end boss, and it takes you four or five rounds to get mm-hmm. to finally finish him. But then I remember like going into like the training mode, and it's mm-hmm. literally like frame by frame. You know, you could frame by frame break down it, and yeah. like shows you like each piece and where you could have improved. And yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, here here's it's like having a personal trainer. Here are the inputs. Yeah, yeah. like and and Capcom has you know really gone in on that mm-hmm. um so i'd be interested in like if anybody's ever capcom has ever discussed anybody at capcom's ever said how conscious they are of that i would i would think big time like their competitions the, yeah, the, the evo con the evo yeah. finals are huge at this point yeah. um yeah it's it's the, the casual hardcore gamer thing is something i've been thinking about a lot in relation to this hmm. book i'm researching um, because like, listen, I, I, I bought Street Fighter four and like sold it like eight months later. Like <laughs> I was like, nope. Or like they gave it away again on, it was like a games with gold on Xbox right. or something. And I downloaded it again and I was like, well, yeah. that was fun. But also on uh, again, also like I hate sticks, but you mm-hmm. can't really play it on a Xbox controller. Like it's, yeah, it's not the same. Um, so yeah, that, I think that's also why I kind of just dug the Namco games better. They, they work better with, uh console controllers i felt mm-hmm. like um and plus eddie gordo was the button mashing dude yeah no absolutely <laughs> you know, how many people just went with eddie gordo and just started slapping buttons and he started capillaring <laughs> bonin bonin his way around <laughs> well on that note like how much do companies lean in to their audience or or step back mm-hmm. what about black label dc what is this? So I missed this. Black Label DC is something where DC Comics is coming out with short-run comics that 
don't really fit into the universe, mm. but they're going to pick and choose based on fan reception which ones get canonized. So currently, Jeff Jeff Johns, I think it is, is working on a three part Joker story with three different Jokers. Well, that's been okay. Yeah, that's that's where they're doing it. Yeah. That, that's been teased ever since Rebirth started. It's it's going to exist outside official like canon, but they're going to lean into the ones that the audience really reacts to apparently this is like i don't know i read it on a website but that's very strange and interesting well it's like how it's market research they're just being lazy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's the survey what did you like best because we'll i give mean, you more you know they do elseworlds they do all this like out of continuity stuff it's mm-hmm. not like that's the first time they've ever done it but like but like taking fan taking tweet polls to like yeah decide what then what do we want official official what do we want superman's origin to be mm. like here's five stories which ones do you guys like best <laughs> now this is his official origin interesting like, i i feel like it's moving that direction well i mean and this is this has come back now so i guess we'll get into my other story about this whole idea of like who owns what and who gets to change what and mm-hmm. and you know nothing lasts how you think it is um i was listening to a podcast i hate <laughs> i listen to it all the time the New York Times podcast, hosted by your boy John Caramonica. Aesthetic. I will say it every time. I wish, I wish I was delighted by anything in my life. I wish babies, puppies, babies and puppies. I wish <laughs> <A> baby puppies. <laughs> I wish that Instagram account with, you know, just Japanese toddlers sleeping with their Shiba Inu. I wish that, like, I wish any of this delighted me as much as John Caramonica delights himself. You've never heard anybody laugh at his own jokes or just not accept that he's 42, (laughs) quite like John Caramonica. Anyway, listen, you're a hell of a writer. You've had a great career. I still don't forgive you for calling Dillo the worst rapping producer since Warren G. But that's just got receipts. I got receipts. I wrote the book. Um, But they were talking specifically about Chris Kozak. Were you ever into Appetite for Destruction? Hell yeah. G- You're talking about like Guns N' Roses G-N-R? album? Yes. Yeah. So some thousand dollar slab reissue thing is coming out or has come out of basically all the Appetite Arrow stuff. So I, that's that's Appetite. I, that's some live album that came out. Maybe hmm. Bootlegs. And GNR Lies. I, I don't care. That's not the issue. We're not <laughs> okay. we're not celebrating okay, okay. we're not celebrating that. But we are talking about that. Included in this is the album GNR Lies, which was, I believe, came out after Appetite, but like it had Patience on it, which is like the acoustic-y song that you know so many mm-hmm. rejected eighth grade dances. <laughs> I was uh, I was party to. Uh, who's dating themselves now? Um, <laughs> What people noticed was that there's a song on GNR Lies called One in a Million. It's not good. It's very much a product of but a time. But it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's not right, but, but it's, it's okay. okay. Where's my $1,000 reissue of, of Whitney Houston's late, late Damn, product? Right? <laughs> um, give me Mariah. Give me Whitney. Give me Celine. Here are some select lyrics from the Guns N' Roses song One in a Million. So I thumbed it. Now it's six in L.A. Maybe a Greyhound could be my way. Police and N-words. That's my right. 
Get out of my way. Don't need to buy none of your gold chains today. Don't need no bracelets clamped in front of my back. Just need my ticket till then. Won't you cut me some slack? Second verse, immigrants and F-words. That'd be the epithet for homosexuals. They make no sense to me. They come to our country and think they'll do as they please, like start some mini Iran or spread some fucking disease, and they talk so many goddamn ways, it's all Greek to me. <laughs> what? The 80s, everyone. No, that um, wasn't the 80s. <laughs> I grew up in the 80s. It wasn't that. So. Oh, my gosh. This has been removed. If you buy this $1,000 box set, one in a million ain't on it. That's on it. It's gone. Good. Um, but is it good? Okay, yeah. T- terrible song. Nobody's going to like defend that song. And Axel has since... It's funny because Axel has said in interviews that like, oh, he's playing a character, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, who knows? Fine. Um, but there's been no... We don't know who owned this decision. We don't know what they decided. The band decided to take it off. The label decided to take it off. Like, just hasn't been addressed. And I immediately thought of the GTA, like mm-hmm. music disappearing off GTA four mm-hmm. thing, which mm-hmm. when I brought it up at the time, everybody was like, oh, it's not that big a deal. Like I just don't, I just don't, you know, turn my, turn my internet on. You know, I just don't play. I just play offline. Yeah. Like I just, I have a disc. I'll just play offline. Well, that's not the, it's not the, that's point. Not the issue to me. Yeah. And sure you can go on Spotify right now and still put on throw on GNR lives and still hear this repugnant song. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's like versions of, so like for 10 years, after being out for 10 years, apparently, like, Ready to Die by Biggie, like, had to get redone. That's the first I've ever heard of it. Like, because there was, like, a some of the legalese was janky about it. Like, okay. like this uh, this Ohio player sample that was on the title track. Hmm. They didn't clear properly or something. So they just kind of took it off. Okay. It's not a huge loss. I mean, the song still bangs. But, like, this is a generation of people who are, like, you know, listening to Biggie on Spotify. But isn't that kind of, like... When they tried to fix the Mona Lisa and, like, erased her <laughs> eyebrows. Like, I mean, it's still art. People still appreciate it. They just tried to make it a little bit better, I guess. I don't know. I don't, it's like that thing where, like, and what the, what this podcast was saying that was interesting is, like, we thought the internet, there was an era of internet life that mm-hmm. was, like, I don't know how you, I don't know, I don't know how much of a pirate you were back in the oh, day, huge. but, like. I was riding the high seas. Like, all I just remember, stuff. like. When I first got Napster, mm-hmm. <laughs> rattle my bones again. Mm-hmm. When I bring out, you know, when I fired up Napster, especially when I finally got a DSL, <laughs> <laughs> finally got that high speed up in the up Didn't in the family take me three hours up in the family song. crib. Went to um, one hour. I remember the first thing I looked up was Redhead Kingpin, <laughs> which was like a '90s New Jack Swing kind of rapper. Like it's just a song I remember. Do not know that. Like this. the only thing I had was a like a video recorded on a VHS tape. It's like the only, it's the only copy of the song I had. Um, only copy song I had. And listen, y'all, you want to talk about how real it was back then? Like I wasn't averse to taking a boom box, holding it up against the TV speaker and recording oh. it off the TV. So I could listen. That's like, you got your Fushnikins? Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I had every Fushnikins song that played on the radio <laughs> from holding my tiny, uh, Fisher price <laughs> recorder from when I was a kid. Yeah. Holding it up to the radio. But, like, that's the first thing I looked at Napster, and poof, it was there. And I downloaded it. And, like, like when I really got into the pillows off of FLC, you know, the first FLCO, mm-hmm. 
We're talking like Soul Seek, LimeWire, you know, the ones that were really bad and like immediately gave your computer aids. But like, yeah, LimeWire was my LimeWire and BearShare were yeah. <laughs> bad times. Mm-mm. But like, the Audio Galaxy was another one, which had a weird like interface. But like, I remember being at Listen, I went through. A I don't even know that. I went, I went through a bunch of, i was oh i was stealing gosh. music one way or another as soon as youtube to mp3 came out i was done <laughs> i was just like oh this is this is the thing well that's the thing because now, now like youtube was like the last bastion because everybody mm-hmm. kind of moves to these like you know like i will admit you know i like feeling semi-responsible mm-hmm. as a like well i pay for spotify you know yeah. like i'm i'm being responsible you're even, paying even though, all the executives at spotify yeah. to keep making <laughs> i am paying the bigger lab- pools I am and paying larger the, houses paying the labels to continue <laughs> paying the labels pennies not paying the artists no the labels are taking all the money listen i saw some tweet from peter frampton well, that yeah, like it's yeah like i got seventeen hundred dollars from five million plays of baby i love your way like mm-hmm. not good it's half um, spotify half labels one tiny 0.01 percent for the point artist zero, well, yeah. you, none of them are good if you're concerned about that none of them are good yeah no um terrible but like you can't to a certain extent you can't trust spotify like mm. it's funny how like you can like when i first got onto it and like listen i was all about like just give me music all the time so mm-hmm. like i was like using vpns to like trick spotify into thinking of somewhere else mm-hmm. so but before it was in canada mm-hmm. um and then when it came to Canada, I started paying for it. And, like, you have that rush of, like, oh, my God, all this stuff is here. And I, fingertips. I still find that for, like, Korean or Japanese stuff. Like, I'm surprised at how much is there because that's where my interests kind of lie these days. Mm. But, like, I can't find a Jay-Z song. I can't listen to Big Pimpin' on Spotify. Like, really? Yeah, well, because he keeps it all on title, right? Like, that's his call. Um, but there's lots of stuff. Like, De La Soul's entire catalog is never going to hit streaming because it's too expensive for them to, like, their deals didn't have, you know, their label deals right. didn't have that for all the samples they used back in the day. Hmm. That's why, like, two years ago, they just gave away their entire, like, first five albums. Wow. They're like, there's a generation that's never going to hear our music. So, yeah. like, I don't even think you could buy it on iTunes, really. Like, because... It just only exists in physical form. Their old labels, yeah, only yeah. took XYZ into account. And they would have to renegotiate all this stuff for new platforms. And they were like, we cannot afford that. So, like, Wow. You can't buy Dale Souls Dead. You can't buy Stakes as High. Like, damn. On, or you can't listen to it on Spotify. So we have to keep going to Footprints. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like just this really interesting idea, like the GTA Online, the GTA Four music disappearing, mm-hmm. this terrible song coming off of Appetite. Like, it's interesting. We thought the internet was going to give us everything, mm-hmm. and now we're kind of bumping into like how controlled and curated and how like you know coldly legal the internet is getting again that's kind of our own fault though oh yes i mean when you think about it people are jumping platforms left right and center nobody has any um what is it called when you stick to itiveness Mm. when it comes to being loyal to like a brand or whatever like back in the day you used to rock ewings or jordans Mm. you used to walk bk or i don't know the reebok right and there was this dedication oh, to a brand. Oh, oh, you meant British Knights, not Burger King. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. <laughs> BK or Mickey Yes. No, uh, British Knights or or Reebok. And there was that loyalty. So they had reason to do as much as they could for their fans and try to get new people in. Whereas Spotify is just kind of like, yeah, we'll grab as many people as we can and then whatever. 
<laughs> you know, we'll ride this out. The venture capital is going to run out. We'll <laughs> eventually own our homes and it'll be fine. We'll move on to the next project. Mm. So it's, I mean, we've kind of screwed ourselves over. It's almost like the, the way to go again, if, especially if you're like into music and stuff, is like physical media. Like, it's the same thing with books, right? Like how much can they control? They can remove books from your reader. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. That whole thing happened years ago. Mm. It's the same argument that was happening then. Mm. And people are like, well, I'm going back to the physical book. And it's like, yeah, try finding certain books now, like physical copies of them. I mean, you can't. And if you can't find them digital, you can't find them physical. Like, And like one of the guys on this podcast was talking about like, listen, he's just, there was some label he really got into, some like French techno label or something. And mm. it's not on streaming. The label maybe went under like before streaming was even a thing. And mm-hmm. like, he like buys old CDs from Europe on like for like $8 a pop. Like, yeah. You know, and it's how it's the reason why it's by records. Like, yeah. <laughs> some of this stuff is just not going to. Some exist. of the stuff I did, some of the stuff is not on streaming. I can't listen to it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the whole the whole city pop bin down <laughs> here. All these Japan records. Like, there's a lot of Japanese stuff on Spotify, but none of this. There's stuff more is. records down there. Listen, oh my god! Listen, shut up. You've been here. You've seen this. Yeah, uh, no, I'm just playing <laughs> it up. <laughs> but like, I I don't know. It's it's very it's interesting for me to think about as someone who you know. A great example. Sounds so sterile. Cares about content, but... I never even thought. A great example would be Scrubs. I own it on DVD. Mm. So the soundtrack has all the original music that was intended. However... Oh, it's the on music, Netflix? The music on Netflix, when it was on Netflix, it's mm. not anymore. It was different. Again, because these was, deals expire. And... When they were re-airing the episodes, they had to change all the music. Right. And only the DVDs have the original soundtrack. And it's so much better. It makes a huge difference. And that show is the best. Why do you hate me when I show you nothing but love? <laughs> the only thing I know about Scrubs. If we were actually doing a swap, Kozak would have brought me Scrubs today. <laughs> <laughs> actually. Uh, you haven't watched it? I have not watched Scrubs, no. Fuck. You know what I have been watching? Oh. Segway. Because <laughs> of updates in here. Yeah. Uh, I really only been watching two things, and they are the, the best, least complimentary pair of items that could ever happen. Um, so... Uh, Next Batch of Terrace House came out. Okay. Oh, oh, Terrace House. I started watching one of them. It was Aloha State, wasn't it? Yeah. Fuck Aloha State. No, it wasn't Aloha State. I hate Aloha State. (laughs) It was the one with the hockey player. Yes! Yeah. Subasa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So, (laughs) spoilers. um, This batch, we finally saw Shion and Subasa, the six-foot-plus model and Mm -hmm. the tomboyish hockey player. Uh, finally started dating, like made oh. it official. Oh. Um, bless Japanese people. It's literally them like in the girl's bedroom, like sitting five feet away from each other and like discussing if they want to date and then thanking each other for like, you know, thank you for being my girlfriend. <laughs> what is wrong with us? God damn. What is um, wrong with us, North America? So then a couple episodes later, like they, I should just bring it up for you on the break, but like they should, <laughs> they, announced that you know she's made some decisions about hockey and where she wants to play and what she wants to do and she's thinking like it's probably time to leave the house hmm. and everybody fucking balls <laughs> they're just all <laughs> i keep letting kozak touch the board <laughs> it's weird that he knows where all the drops are it's the first time only here. that one oh <laughs> uh, everybody just starts sobbing like and i was watching it at work with pops and i'm like missing up because i love them <laughs> so much 
I'm just like, my uh, babies. Pops is like, what is wrong with you? Uh, so that's one. And the other thing I've been watching is the Ken Burns documentary on Vietnam. Okay. <laughs> and let's cut to break. <laughs> I don't know why. It's on Netflix. So I was like, hey, I don't really know what happened in Vietnam. I have a like cursory understanding. Why? Let's watch this 20-hour documentary on. Why? Because <laughs> history is important. It is, but it's so scary and so dark. Oh, it really it's not a fun hang. No. It's not a chill hang at no. all. America, you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Like, har- uh, as a fan of hardcore history, yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I can't like, even do that. Yeah. Friends, if you're not familiar with a Ken Burns documentary, it's like hardcore history in, like, visual form. Like, yeah. Each episode is two hours long. Like, it's a movie, and it'll cover, like, two years. And the president and the soldiers, and he talked to, you know, surviving veterans on both sides, and, you know. That was the first generation of Americans to come back from war and be treated like garbage. And (laughs) as one of the veterans says, you know, it's the, we were the last generation that trusted our government. Yeah. Like. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, it's true. Because, according to a lot of what's in this like you know johnson mcnamara the secretary of defense like they knew they were fucked oh yeah they had no chance they knew they yep. were fucked but america american, BDE. american exceptionalism yeah. american exceptionalism we don't lose mm-hmm. like we can't can't lose face to china the no. con- can't lose face to russia like we no. got we got to stay in this yeah it's just a fucking mess and it's you know well fa- that and heroin <laughs> They wanted all the heroin. More than, like, I haven't gotten yeah. to that yet. We'll see if, see if Kenny, oh, okay. Kenny gets well, into that at all. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, not a fun hang, but definitely an interesting hang. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, that, I've been doing that. And, uh, yeah, GTA Online added its After Hours update. Ooh. I can finally be the scumbag night bag, nightclub promoter of my dreams. Go there tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come through to Studio Los Santos? <laughs> Say you know me. You dodge cover. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got Dixon playing. Here's the thing, like I know nothing about like current like de- de- like actual like Ibiza culture like makes no sense to me. Like I don't No. I I'm, I'm old, yeah. I'm washed. I don't understand how you can like literally twist knobs for eight, 6 hours and like make 47 million dollars. Like, I used to be part of that back like, in the day. Sh- nope. Shouts to you, but like <laughs> these these are apparently like uh, I'm told, and Instagram has shown me, these are mm-hmm. like real DJs, real people, and then mm-hmm. you can book them. There's a guy named Solomon. There's mm-hmm. a group called Tale of Us. Mm-hmm. I just booked Dixon. I actually, <laughs> like, actually like Dixon because he actually has, you know, a beat. He actually plays beats that aren't... Uh, finally, it's like, why are you doing this so much if you don't even care about that culture? Because it added passive income to the game. Uh-huh. Like... You keep your nightclub popular, it just generates money. Nice. You don't have to run from one end of the map to the other, like, trying to, you know, you can make, like, you know, 70 grand in a few hours. Like. sit back and earn, son. Right? American dream. <laughs> <laughs> sit back. And you can also bring all your other businesses, if you have an import-export, if you're running coke, if you're doing all your criminal activities. You can do it through the nightclub. And can now come oh, through the nightclub. And so you can, good. You can hire techs. So good. And technicians, you still have to sell the shit yourself, oh. but they give you like a van for free. Like when you buy the nightclub, they give you a van, and then you can trick out the van like you're in fucking Fury Road. Like it's got amazing. Like, it's got like a cow catcher and all this armor and shit. And I just put, I just put like a fifty cal uh, <laughs> oh machine gun on the top of it. Um, so 
stuff will just build in your warehouse because the guys i don't know how fast it works like one day it, i pl- logged in like three days in a row and i had nothing in the warehouse and then mm-hmm. i logged in the other day and it's like a, at 70 percent capacity <laughs> sell it now for 60 grand <laughs> like, okay <laughs> um so i still i still find that shit totally fun i love it it's it's my jam i do races when i get home until i we're gonna catch you in ibiza it's how i air, air quotes <laughs> relax <laughs> when i'm not saying just vile horrible things at the people who run me <laughs> off the road uh that's what i've been doing with my free time chris kozak you watching anything fun no damn what did I bring you here then? <laughs> <laughs> fuck julie you been watching anything fun damn no i, I tried you, you know what i actually i tried to start watching lost in space because i was a big fan of the original mm. and the misfits song <laughs> and uh i i watched the first episode and wasn't digging no? it. No, I wasn't into. I, I know, don't know. Caitlin loved it. It was apparently. good. It, I'm not gonna. It, it's it's very good. It's very well done. It's very well shot. Looks great. Uh, all the characters are amazing. I just I don't know. I I couldn't get it. I couldn't buy in. Yeah. Tough break, Lost in Space. Sorry, sorry, Lost in Space. Your franchise lost me. <laughs> uh. So if this one's got nothing, I guess we'll take a break right here. We'll crack a beer, and when we come back, August Watcharama continues, rolls on. Episode 2 of August Watcharama. Kozak, Kozak and I are going to be talking about taking a trip out to Stephen King country. Yeah! Talking about some Castle Rock. We'll get into that when we come back after this break. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the program. This is the part of the show where normally we would swap things, bring each other things that we hadn't seen before, but it's August Watcharama. So guess what? We ain't swapping. Ain't no swapping. Ain't no swapping. Getting caught up on some stuff that's out there in the ether, stuff that we haven't seen, mm-hmm. you know, because there's so, there's so much content. There's so much. In the world. So much. I don't know how people who get... Stop making it. Who don't get... Pay. Well, I guess we're the ones who don't get paid, but even if you do get paid, I don't know where you find the time to watch all all the content. Just stop making all of the things <laughs> for a second, for one can you, second. Can you give us a second? Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, calling you out. All of you. Stop for one season. <laughs> let me just catch take, up. Take one just season. Let up. me one catch season up. off to let us catch up. So, in the interest of catching up, we like to take August to just. Check out some of that stuff that we have heard about, but I mean, we haven't had a chance to see yet, which is what we're doing this week as well. But like every week in August Watcharama, there are still rules. Mm-hmm. There are three of them, in fact. There are three. Mm-hmm. Kozak, what's the first rule? Save it for the pod. You idiot. No, it's not. Damn it. <laughs> ah, I hate myself. <laughs> first rule is the rule of three. Oh, right. Watch three of the thing. Yes. Yeah. Where's that ding? You want a ding? I want a ding. You can have a ding. (laughs) Because we want to give the thing a chance to be the thing it's going to be. Listen, listen. If people met me and just had to go on their first impression, I... We wouldn't be friends. We would not be friends. I would have no friends. I would never have sex with anyone. (laughs) just would not happen. You need to give me at least three three encounters to get to know me. So it's the least I can do to my content is to give it three chances. Getting a real deep (laughs) deep look into your psyche (laughs) and why this show is the way it is. Rule number two, the one Kozak jumped the gun on. Yeah. Which is what? I already forgot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> kidding. Save it for the pod. Save, Save it for the pod. Do not talk about the thing until you're sitting in front of these microphones. And we didn't. Doesn't just apply to me and Kate. No. Applies in all circumstances. I almost texted you. Listen, I didn't even know if Kozak saw the thing until he walked in here today. Oh, I almost didn't. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I watched episode three this morning. <laughs> I was real busy. Listen, you listen. You want to know why? You want to know why Jordan's overdoing the podcast again? It's like, listen, I had to find three. I find three hours to watch three episodes of Castle Rock, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> I watched two last night until three in the morning, and I woke up and watched the third. <laughs> Uh, and that correspondence like, are you coming to bed? I'm like, nah, that's how nah the, I can't. That's how the sausage gets made, y'all. Yeah. Because we want you to have something that pairs wonderfully with delicious sausage, a warm, pillowy take. Oh, I thought mustard. And also mustard. Yeah. <laughs> Takes go great with the sausage we are making with this podcast but every week. But only the hottest of them. Only the hottest one. The, the hottest hot. of takes... I haven't actually dropped that one in a while. Yeah, because it's not because you don't want to be angry. It's not angry takes. We're not, we ain't angry. We're not angry. We're not angry. We're just, we got takes. Y'all angry. <laughs> You're angry. You're angry. Shut up. You're angry. <laughs> you know, you need it unfiltered. You want the raw uncut. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to dilute it for you. I value you too much, listeners. Mm-hmm. He does. Third rule, not a rule, more of a policy. There's going to be spoilers. This is a pretty spoilery show. Oh, yeah. Big time. Especially when we drop the third episode. So. Gets there. There's going to be some stuff we get into. Mm -hmm. So if you have any interest in watching Castle Rock, you may want to dip out. Or, as my regular co-host says, get the fuck out. GTFO. GTFO, my friends. Come back after you watched it. We've only seen the first three episodes. And to be fair, I believe Hulu dropped them all at once. Is it only five? I think they're only up to five, yeah. Okay. Because I'm going to say, I only saw five. Like, I didn't watch up to five, but I only saw five available. so. So... If you have any interest in watching it, get out, come back later. We give you a solid hour of content at the front. Thanks for hanging, but you know, we'll go do it. But we'll, but we'll do come back. I mean, like the, these podcasts, they'll hold their spot. They don't expire. You come back to it. It's in the same spot that you left it. Bookmark it. Slap a bookmark on yeah. it. A pin. Put a put a pin in it. Put a pin in put it. Put a bird on it. Put, put a bird pin on it. Come back <laughs> whenever you watch Castle Rock. What the hell is Castle Rock? It's an American psychological horror television series. Based on the characters and stories of Stephen King. Stephen King. Stephen King. Scary. This started on July 25th on on Hulu. It also airs on, I believe, Space in Canada. Created by Sam Shaw and Dustin Thomason. Starring Andre Holland, Melanie Linsky, Bill (laughs) Skarsgård, Jane Levy, and Sissy Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek. Friends, I'm not going to lie. We had a little little cider break. (laughs) <laughs> alchemaholic cider break no, um, no that's not why yeah. it's sissy spacek <laughs> i can still do it <laughs> and sissy spacek <laughs> and this is a show that intertwines characters and themes from the fictional town of castle rock maine a setting that features frequently in the works of stephen king castle rock castle rock is it fictional um fake news <laughs> So basically, your your elevator pitch is Andre Holland plays a guy named Henry Deaver. Henry Deaver. Henry, Henry, Deaver. Henry Matthew yep. Deaver. Yep. He, he's a criminal attorney. Henry M. Deaver. He's a criminal attorney and gets called back to his hometown of Castle Rock when the new administration at Shawshank Penitentiary. What? What? Shawshank? <laughs> I what? know. I know that. That's a movie. That's though. a thing. I know that. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a a previously unused wing of Shawshank has been discovered and in that wing is just a dude 
some dude. They just find a dude that the previous warden, who has killed himself at the start of episode one, has, dun, dun, dun. has been keeping locked down there. And they don't mm-hmm. know who he is, or what he is, or what his jam is, or what the hell's going on with this kid, or why he was there in the first place. And the only words he says are Henry Matthew Deaver. And we think that's his name. So Henry. So we're going to call him Henry Matthew. No, we're not. We're going to call him Bill. We're going to call him Bill. <laughs> we're going to call him Pennywise because it's the same actor. Oddly no, enough. we're going to call him not Pennywise. <laughs> That's what we're going to call him. Um, so, yes, one of the guards remembers the name because as a child, Henry Deaver had some thing where he went missing mm-hmm. and he was he's, he's the only black kid in town. That's right. Now the only black man in town. Yep. And he um, was adopted. And he was adopted. So it's not by, even like they grow black people out there. <laughs> They don't. Jesus. They have to bring him in from elsewhere. It's like Angelina and Brad Pitt. <laughs> Good Lord. So he was, he was adopted by the local pastor. During the search for him when he was missing, the pastor fell and was deathly injured. Mm-hmm. Um, people blamed Henry for this, even though nobody knows what happened. Because when they found Henry, he was just kind of like, yo, what's up? Mm-hmm. Totally fine. No frostbite. He was gone for 11. I'm not even cold. He's gone for 11 days, I think. And your winter. <laughs> Not cold, no nothing. Didn't remember a thing that happened to him. And so that's the story about him. Somebody remembers this prison guard, remembers the name, calls him up and says, yo, we found this kid. I don't uh, know what's up. They're not letting him out. We just have to say the prison guard, Zaleski. Yes. Played by the guy who does Mickey and Shameless. I don't know if you ever watched Shameless. I never watched Shameless. Okay. Not a great show. Very vulgar. <laughs> but Mickey, great actor. This guy is a phenomenal actor. And this is who's playing Zaleski, yes, the young, the young what, prison yes. guard? Yeah, he's amazing. He's so good. So we have some some mysteries afoot. Who is this dude? There's lots of implications that he has some sort of supernatural abilities or something about him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a side character that really starts moving into prominence. I don't. What is her name? Molly. Sarah. Molly. Molly. The real estate agent. Molly. With your notes. Molly. I your got full pages notes. of notes. <laughs> Um, It's all about Molly. Molly had a sort of fixation on Henry when they were kids. Mm -hmm. Um, She also has some sort of psychic slash empathic sort of thing. They're mirror neurons. (laughs) That made me so mad. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, So she she comes more into prominence. Yes. Um, Lots of mysteries. Lots of things of that sort. Lots of Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. Which I guess moves to my first question. Oh, man. Chris Kozak. Yes. Well, first of all, I guess just the hottest takes, right? Did you did you like the show? To be honest, it was a little slow, mm. but I'm into it. The second question, which is the one I'm kind of interested in, I also dug the show as well. I'll probably stick with it because it's you know it's not a full season out, you know. Yeah. So I could I could catch up and stick with it. Mm-hmm. Um, does it need the Stephen King shit? Yeah. You think it does? Oh, absolutely. Okay. The show is based around his his world. But it's not – the show's not about the Easter eggs. But if it – yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. If, yeah. it was, if it was a show set in a prison that wasn't called Shawshank, yeah. if it didn't have – you know, if, if Stick from Daredevil didn't play a guy called, you know, Pengborn, uh, um, who is a character from – Several. A few novels. A I couple. guess that's the other question. Dark yeah. Half. And uh, the other one was Needful, Needful Things. Things, yes. yes. Um, or there's a – you know, some girl with the last name Torrance. Oh, or, Jack, Jackie Torrance, yes. based on Jack Torrance, which was uh, Jack Nicholson's character, Jack Torrance in The Shining. In The Shining, yes. Yeah. It's, it's his niece, apparently. Is it? Um, oh, I didn't. Wikipedia tells me the character is, his, is oh. the niece of Jack Torrance and took the name to piss off her parents. Maybe, maybe that comes up later. niece but. question mark, because I, I didn't know that. I was only going on That may come up later. But I okay. mean, if you were to strip all that shit away, mm-hmm. you still have this story of like a kid's found in a prison with weird supernatural abilities and... 
Yes. Like so, the, the core of the story isn't doesn't reference a novel. There are these Easter no. eggs where like there's a narration in the second episode that's like, you know, this town's been cursed forever. You remember the dog? Oh my mm-hmm. god, Cujo. You remember mm-hmm. the strangler? Oh my god, the dead zone. Like mm-hmm. there's all this Nan's luncheonette is mentioned, which is apparently from Needful Things as well. And it was that in it as well? It was, yeah. Nan, yeah, Nan's was in it. So I guess moves on to another question. You clearly you rolled with Stephen King. I did. And, yeah. Back in the day, oh. Yeah, I have not read him since high school, really. Like, I burned through a lot of his stuff, topped out around it, maybe, because mm-hmm. frankly, even at 13, all them kids fucking in the sewers was weird. Yeah. Freaked me out a little bit. We don't never, need to get into that. There's but. a lot of Stephen King that you can read like three quarters through and then just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> like, and then just make up your own ending. I also remember, it'll be better. I also remember trying The Dark Tower. and I've, No, I, have, I didn't do that. I have a vague memory of a scene where somebody puts a gun up a woman's hoo-ha and oh. I was like... Yep, no, never got like, there. Mm. Hey, uh, apologies to Mr. King if that didn't actually happen in one of your books. But something, <laughs> Apologies if that's so, a dream. If I skid over out that. <laughs> something scarred me for life. Okay. <laughs> Well, I was going to say first, like, if you took all the Stephen King references out of this show, it would just be Channel Zero. What's Channel Zero? Channel Zero is another horror show. Okay. It was, like, based on some, um, what are they called? Creepypastas. Oh, okay, okay. They took okay, creepypastas, yeah, yeah, yeah. made them into TV shows, miniseries, whatever. This is that show, but with the Stephen King swag, mm. uh, which is what I enjoy about it. It's It's got both of those things. It could exist on its own. However, it's still, because I'm a Stephen King fan, got a lot of the the little Easter eggs that they were throwing out there. And one of the things you can say that I will give him, even that I remember to this day as a having read his books when I was like, you know, an adolescent is mm-hmm. he's very skilled with sense of place. Oh man. Like yeah. you feel those places. Yep. So, at cemetery. Um, like you feel Derry or Castle Rock or mm-hmm. these, you know, nobody's really repping Maine quite like Stephen King is. Right. No. But you like, you, you feel that, you know, Palm, palm all cigarettes, guys who say a yup, like <laughs> a yup, yup. The, sh- um, the show is beautiful. Like it's so well shot. It is. It's so well done. The actors are great. Yeah, really uh, good cast. I have zero complaints about any of the actors whatsoever. That one girl, the one that's playing Jackie Torrance, I can't remember her name, but she reminds me of um, what's her name from Community. Gillian Jacobs, yeah yeah, 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 reminds me of Gillian Jacobs. Yes, yeah. so good. Um, Her timing's on, like everything about it's just it's it's good after good after good after good. Sissy Spacek is a weird call because mm-hmm. she's you know you immediately think Carrie, you know, yeah, you think yeah. that's what you're getting, but you're yeah. you're not. She plays the former pastor's wife who adopted mm-hmm. Henry when they were kids. Um, who is not to maybe say she's not Carrie. Su- yeah, who knows? Maybe she's <laughs> suffering. And she is suffering from some sort of dementia in the mm-hmm. show or or decline. Yeah, um, but. It's is it scary? It's got a couple creepy moments. I found in there. Third episode had a lot more creepy moments. Most of the creepy moments either revolved around people with bandages or (laughs) dead animals. Yeah, yeah. That's most of the gore is animals. (laughs) So if you don't like dead animals, probably not for you. and I also, mean, well, okay, well, hold on. If you do like dead <laughs> animals, then this is, stop listening yeah. to this podcast. Yeah. I don't want to be your friend. <laughs> um, Get out of here. But you, also, the warden, the original, the warden at the start of the series of Shawshank, mm-hmm. uh, picks one of the more unique ways to kill yourself. Yeah. So I didn't even really realize what he was doing initially. Oh, and there's a lot. So that scene is a lot. <laughs> the song that's playing in the car mm. was Marriage of Figaro. Sure. 
from Shawshank Redemption when Andy Dufresne locks himself in the office and plays the record really loudly for everybody in the penitentiary. Oh, word? I just watched Shawshank recently. <laughs> <laughs> like, I seriously just well, watched it like a month ago. Everybody watched Shawshank recently. It's yeah. on Peachtree every weekend. <laughs> it's on Netflix too. But <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. So that song is playing, and that's the song he played in um, the other warden's office. And I can never remember his name, but I wrote it down somewhere. That uh, no, doesn't matter. But yeah, he's playing at Nor- Norton. Chris, Warden Norton's Chris office. Kozak with the, wow. with the deep cuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, because that's, and first of all, it has to be said, I was watching the first episode on uh, my TV mm-hmm. and something about the stream I was watching or what the audio was terrible. So I didn't catch like half of what was being said. Yeah. Listen, I'm old. I like watching shit with subtitles. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I did catch the reference when the new warden, who was played by the third Cusack sister, yes. nobody remembers, who yeah. I first noticed in season two of Fargo. She plays the judge who gets killed. That's right. Um, I, I kind of love her. Like second she's, Fargo actor in the show. Oh, who's There's the other two, Fargo actor? The sister of Molly. Molly's sister. Right. Oh, my God. Yes. That's Molly yeah. from season one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they make some... I did catch Zaleski making some comment when they bring the new warden in. It's like, oh, yeah, a lot of history here. You can see the bullet hole or warden whatever. And Norton. I was like... Yeah. I was like, mm, okay, so we're doing that. And the picture of um, Norton. In is it still there? Three. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah up it, with the picture. When, picture when, of Norton. Yeah, Bill is looking at... Yeah. Right, right. Um, we'll get there. So a lot, lot of things... Warden at the start, who kills himself, tied a rope around a tree, mm-hmm. threaded it into his car, then put the noose around his neck and drove the car over the cliff. The very same cliff <laughs> that Deaver's <laughs> father was pushed off of. Yeah, that's a real... Yeah, that's a real specific way to die. <laughs> You're doing a lot. Like yeah. there, there are easier ways to do that. Um <laughs> And, you know, obviously there's some history there. Obviously, Pengborn, mm-hmm. who is living with uh, Deaver's mom mm-hmm. and hard to get a vibe of. Like, they mention him. As, you know, there's a narration that talks about the town can still have a hero type of thing. Yeah. shows him. Mm-hmm. So, like. But so, it also is a him reading the letter, which is apparently the warden's suicide note. Yeah. And then he burns it and he knows something because he like, you know, episode two, he like definitely ensures he's at the same, you know, the one bar in town that all yeah. the Shawshank folks go to when they get done work. Yeah. He makes sure he's there when the warden shows up and starts, mm-hmm. you know, telling some story that seems unrelated. And then he just turns around and he's like, you know, don't let that kid out of the fucking cage. <laughs> yeah. Basically like keep him in the tiger cage and, and leave. So, I mean, he knows something, but somebody knows something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, first of all, shouts to the Skarsgård parents for ensuring that Bill is always going to have a role playing creepy as fuck people for the rest of his life he's so spooky <laughs> so creepy so creepy in this like you thought he was scary with the pennywise makeup no, like just this is scary see the dude just as he is yep. like <laughs> when he walks just then he walks he looms just dead eye just no mm. <laughs> urge toward um, you so should be mentioned shawshank is a private prison there's mm-hmm. a lot of you know kind of shots there as well the whole reason they even go into this wing is because I'm sitting on an empty wing of a prison. I could be putting bodies in there. Money, money. Like, let's do this up. What was he thinking? Um, he was thinking he's keeping some creep down there. <laughs> and at one point, the 
there's like a shady PR guy who's like the warden's assistant who was like, do you just want me to kind of like solve this problem? Because at this point, Deaver's sniffing around. Which is basically um, like, like, do you want me to kill someone? Yeah. Which do, is ridiculous. Do you, like, do you want me to make sure he doesn't come back and yeah. like throws him in a solitary cell with a <laughs> Aryan? Super Nazi. And, I'm going to call him Super Nazi. And, yeah, Pretty be- sure that's how it was credited in the, <laughs> in the credit. And this guy as Super Nazi. And the only other words Bill says besides Henry Deaver mm-hmm. is when the guy starts getting up in his face and he's like, you don't want to touch me. Yeah. And then... And he's they, dead. They find him dead the next With morning. With all of the cancer. <laughs> they do an autopsy and it's like, yes, he has all the cancer. He's got cancer. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, really? Where? No, everywhere. 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 <laughs> Mr. Burns, you have everything. You have, uh, <laughs> they're trying to get through that door. <laughs> and they just can't. It's the only thing that's keeping you alive. This one didn't didn't survive it. No. No. Um, Awful. So, only three episodes in. We have no idea what's happening with mm-hmm. Bill. Um Made the major, most major spoiler, I guess, for mm-hmm. uh, the first three episodes. So, Henry back in town, you know, encounters or sees the, you know, Molly's a real estate agent type of thing. Henry mm-hmm. sees her sign and it's just kind of like, yo, hey, what's up? I used to live next to you type of thing. And she's like, she's like, we used to flash our flashlights at each other. She's like, I remember everything about you, but like tries to play it down. <laughs> yeah. Because. She, how does she explain it to him at one point? It's like it's like you know when you get a song stuck in your head type of thing. He's a song. Yeah, she, it's yeah. Like, you're that song for me. And she's like, you're a very good song. And <laughs> it's like you're a very handsome song. And you dress better than the other songs, which I thought um, was kind of sweet, actually. And it is yeah. cool. It is, it is nice that you know, obviously, if they're kind of if that's what passes for a romantic yeah. future pairing on this show, mm-hmm. the actress playing Molly is not like you think the actress playing Jackie Torrance would be the one in that role, right? right. She's yeah. a little, she's a little frumpy. She's yeah. a little, you know, she's not, she's not typical. She's not, lady. She, she, yeah. Yeah, she's not a yeah, lean yeah. lady. She looks like a real one, you know, exactly. like a real woman you're going to yeah. see, you know, out on the street and that they position her in this, you know, in what's basically the female lead of the show. Mm-hmm. It's a nice call. Um, absolutely good choice. But what we find out is she obviously knows a whole lot about what happened to henry back in the day Mm -hmm. Um, more than you could know because for some reason that i don't quite understand if this was just you know i also get the sense that when she does shit sometimes she's not in total control of it or she doesn't remember it i think we're on the same page here and i think we're thinking the same thing there's definitely a scene where it is revealed that as a child Mm -hmm. um because you find out henry bumps into the jackie torrance character who knows all the town lore and loves all the town lore and you know, I was always talking about, you know, the real story versus, you know, do you want the, do you want the nice story or the real story? Mm-hmm. And so she's fascinated by Henry when she bumps into him and wants to know his whole story type of thing. Yep. Wants to know what happened. And he asks her and it's like, so, so what's, you know, what's my story? Yeah. And she tells him what the little kid the, pushed the, his dad off the cliff yeah, and killed him. What the scuttlebutt says. Yeah. And the one thing he kind of says as he leaves, is like, you know, he died at home. Yeah. He didn't die. He didn't die in the woods. Yeah. Um, and you find out that he died at home he because did. he was convalescing fine mm-hmm. when Molly. the young Molly walks into the house and just pulls out the breathing tube and just stands there and watches him die. Bye, Dad. <laughs> we don't know why this happened. We don't really know how she feels about it because she seems pretty chill when the specter of the dead priest starts showing up is or when she, she has her terrible dreams. Is she chill? Uh, first, when she has the, the creepy dream in the church... Yeah, uh, she when seems pretty chill when she wakes up. Yeah. When she wakes up from that, 
when she has a vision of him in the house mm-hmm. later, she's less mm-hmm. chill. She's less chill about that. She got a knife. She did have a knife. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, you you believe she's not. She was not in control in that moment, or so, something was possessing her. Well, my thought was okay. Maybe they're so connected, right? Her and Henry are so connected. His anger towards his yes. adopted father yes. came through, and she was just compelled to kill him. And she's compelled to do the things that Henry wants to happen. Because think about the TV show. Yeah. Right? He, she comes out. Molly comes out. And she's just like, there's a secret prisoner in this prison. And he's been like locked up. And he's had no rights and blah, blah, blah. That's all the things that Henry was in the town for. Mm. And it just comes out of her. And he's like, I wouldn't have done it that way. But I'm glad you did. You know? Right. Like, she was, I couldn't have done it. But you did it. Great. She was, supposed, like, she was supposed to go on this show. Basically, she's, she's got a bugaboo in her bonnet about, you know, revitalizing the town. She wants to open a mini mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so she's supposed to go on local color. Yeah, local. You know? I was trying to remember the name of it. Local color. Yeah, uh, you I know the the the, yeah. the local morning show type of thing, mm-hmm. um, and talk about you know her vision for how she would revitalize the town, and basically when she having bumped into Henry, having gone to the weirdest drug deal in the world because yeah. she takes. I assume it's Vicodin or something like that yes. or some oxys or something yes. to try and kind of numb out the constant voice that she has in her head. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets, she she gets busted. Is, yeah, I don't remember yeah. either. Um, but she gets busted at <laughs> some trailer park with all these abandoned kids that are just kind of hanging out, yeah. wearing animal masks and doing fake doing trials. <laughs> trials, yeah, which is so weird. Um, so weird. She gets busted there. Henry bails her out. So she's had a lot of stress. She's seeing Henry, and yes, she's supposed to go on the show and talk about the revitalization, but just starts blabbing about Shawshank having this, you know, undocumented prisoner that they're not letting out, you know, blah, 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 which then moves that plot along that Henry can get into the prison to actually uh, talk to Creepy Bill. Mm-hmm. Henry's still mad. Henry doesn't think, Henry, God bless Henry, he doesn't think anything's up with, no. <laughs> with this. It's like, let me talk to the creepy kid yep. who doesn't know how to use a phone, Yep, and all he says is like, has it begun? Yeah. No, he, no, he said two things. He said, let me get my notes here. Oh, yeah. Has it begun? And then, do you hear, how old are you? Mm. Do you hear it now? <laughs> That's the three things he said to him. Because as Henry's talking about, like, you know, the plan is you don't say anything, you know, mm-hmm. blah, 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 you know, because, you know. Don't say your name. Don't say your you name. You don't exist. Because then you could have a record and yep. you could find a reason to keep you in here. If like, you blah, say blah, you're blah. John Smith, they'll find a John Smith to tie, tie up to you. Um, and then, yeah, Bill just goes like, has it begun? I don't think Bill was talking about anything no. that Henry was talking about. No, they were definitely not on the same page. <laughs> talking about two different things. Yeah. Um, episode two, and like I said, a lot of voiceover from the deceased warden in episode two talking mm-hmm. about... Um, the history of the town and how it's cursed and how he, he figured out mm-hmm. God talked to him yep. and he figured out how to, how to save the town, mm-hmm. which apparently involved, uh, locking this kid in a cage, which he calls the devil. Yeah. He said that I found the devil. The devil is a boy. God told me where to find the devil. God mm-hmm. told me how to cage the devil. Mm-hmm. And you see also in a flashback, the warden basically telling him mm-hmm. if you get out of here. Ask, ask, for for Henry Henry, ask for Henry Deaver. Henry and said Henry Matthew. Henry Deaver. Matthew Deaver. Yeah, we have no idea why. So yeah, tons of mysteries floating around on this show. Which also makes me think: like, was that letter for Henry Deaver? I don't know the letter that Pangborn was reading. Uh, There's only one hero now. No, it didn't say a name. Did not say a name. There was no. No, there was no name. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of him. Yeah. 
I mean, he's he's been the the ultimate protagonist in the last two Stephen King movies mm. and slash novels. He was a good guy. He was the sheriff. He, he was the sheriff. He was the, Rock, pro- yeah. like, he was the good guy. So I can't think that he's bad, but he's retired now. So I don't know if this is like... He's I definitely not making it through the season, but... Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think most people are making it through. The- I think this is going to be a very true detective type show yeah. where it's each one is going to be a new story resets every time. That's... Yeah. Oh, that's the so, vibe I'm getting. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That I would think yeah, that, that probably makes sense. Yeah, they're going to finish this story and then definitely move on. If to they the do next. a season two, it's going to be another story set in Castle Rock. In exactly. Like the fucking 60s or something. They'll yeah. Tell, they'll tell Maybe not else. even Shawshank this time. It might be like a whole different setting from a different novel. And they, can, yeah. they could go to Derry. They could go to Maybe Bang- Christopher Walken will Bangor. come back. <laughs> so good. What was he in? Dead Zone? Dead, Dead Zone. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, so, good show. Mm hmm. I'm a little. It doesn't go too Easter eggy. Oh, it does. It, it's there. It's oh, there, it but it doesn't get in. There were a couple moments where I did find it like obnoxious, like, like the newspaper clippings. Like, hey, hey, yeah, hey. Remember the? This. Remember Cool Joe? You know, me- remember these? Hey, yo. Remember these? Hey, remember, remember me? Remember them? My name's Cool Joe. Remember the body? Remember the doc? That was a Stephen oh, King. Oh yes, right. That that was the Boys one. Where, fine body. That was the one where I was like, it was, it was the summer they found that dead body out by the tracks. So I'm like, hey, I know that thing. Uh, <laughs> Stand by me. That's the one. Actually, <laughs> another a- reference: Dean Merrill, the drug dealer. Relation. Oh, the to kid. The kid. The John kid. Merrill, played by Kiefer Sutherland. Wow. In look Stand at the, by Me. Look at this kid. Yeah. Caitlin, listen. When you listen, and to the needful things, Caitlin. When you listen <laughs> to this saying. episode, I'm just saying you, you're filling did his research far more than I did. So I also read a lot of these stories growing up, and I was like, "That's familiar. What is that?" And looking it up, mm. and, uh, the internet too. So <laughs> the internet too. The yes, internet I, and well. it should be said, this show has like fueled oh an entire gosh. cottage if industry need, of think, yeah. think pieces and spot the reference articles and yeah. which type I, of shit. Sh- I tried to avoid for the most part but sometimes it was just like you know that bugaboo you just trying to like mm. what is that i know it's something yeah. yeah that was me after episode two i was like well this is clearly loaded with references to yeah. shit and i know i'm not catching all of them so let me <laughs> like i know shashank yeah whatever i know shashank <laughs> i know the body i know cujo but yeah. like the strangler i didn't I didn't know that was Dead Zone. Yeah, right I, I don't think I. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember the movie The Dead Zone, but I didn't make that connection. Actually, mm. I don't remember them saying the Strangler. Um, I wonder if the because the Dead Zone and The Shining were tied together because they were like similar. Mm-hmm. The psychic powers were kind of similar, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if Molly's. Stuff uh, she's is got the Shining for sure. Yeah, that's a hundred percent the Shining. It's, I thought Jackie Torrance <clears throat> would have the Shining, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, ah, they're good friends. It's not really. It doesn't really make sense, but. She does offer to clean her house full time, clean Molly's house full time. Jackie mm-hmm. does, which I thought was a funny callback to The Shining when they're a housekeeper. Like he's mm-hmm. basically his character is a housekeeper to that hotel for the mm-hmm. summer. Right, right. So I, I was like, that's kind of that's funny. Cool, <laughs> cool murder basement. <laughs> <laughs> Best line. Best line. Cool murder basement. Um, oh, so I actually accurate. wrote that line down. So I will probably. Maybe not week to week, but I will probably, I'll probably stick with this show. I'll binge it see how when the, it's done. See how the story ends up. Yeah. What are you giving it on the on the kick punch scale? Oof. Tough. Nobody knows my, my levels. That's true. All right. So, so, we got to set the levels here. Okay. What's what's a 10? Or what, we don't, I don't give 10s, but what's a nine for you? A nine for me? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. It would be a nine. Also something I haven't seen. What? What? Wow. I know, right? It's not the... 
It's not the band I hate. It's the fans. Oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, so, be a nine. so Rick and Morty is like a nine. Yeah. And what's like a five? What's something you like? What's something that you like that was like... Could live without it? It's, it, it was fine. Mm. It was a five. Mm, that's a good question. That's even harder, I think. <laughs> that's harder to answer. I don't know that. Uh, five would be... I guess Terrace House for me. That's that's fair. Yeah, for me, like I know it's not everybody's like. Yeah, but it was just a thing that you watched. Yeah. And I was like, that's fine. I don't oh, yeah. hate. I don't need to I don't go back this, to it, but I don't need to yeah. go back to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. fair enough. So, okay, between Rick, between Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. binge it all yep. the time. Yep. Or Terrace House, which mm-hmm. is, yeah, fine, take or leave. Yeah. Where does Castle Rock rate? I would say seven. About what I'm going to put it at as well. I was going yeah. to say 7.5. Like, yeah. we're not quite in A territory yet. Yeah. Um, could get there. Yeah. Like, whenever whenever shit starts popping off, I mm-hmm. might be just like, what? But yeah. Like, if there's some big dramatic reveal in 4, like, my bad. I'll, I'll bump it up to a 7.58. But, um, but like you like you said at the, at the start, it, it's a slow burn. It is. Like, it's not... We're not exactly a plot locomotive here. No. Like, it's... Which is... I guess true to his novels, right? Like Stephen King writes 800 page novels. Oh my gosh. Like, Start any of his books halfway through. You will be fine. That any like, of them just trickle out, you know, internal monologues and character details mm-hmm. and things like that's what he do. Like, so his short stories were always better. Always mm, true for many novelists. Um, yeah, absolutely. So solid 7.5. It's yep. on Hulu. If you're in the States, it's on space. If you're in Canada, it's, out there if you're anywhere else and ride them solar cable. waves <laughs> you'd be like damn son where'd you find this <laughs> and that will do it for the show friends as said at the jump you can get at us on all the social medias twitter instagram email it's all geek down pod or you if for whatever reason if you live in castle rock and this mall is actually there you can wander through and come see our kiosk, our decrepit, barely staffed kiosk. We've got some weed dealer there for twice a week. Just sometimes he runs out, but he's just there to, to like. On a good he's day. just there to like you know keep the door open, keep the lights on. You can find us there at www.facebook.com forward slash geek down pod. Friends, thank you so much for joining us, Chris Kozak. Hey, I don't have an applause drop on here. No, oh. but I'd use it if I had it. Just give you Kozak's <laughs> favorite drop, so I'll give him a lot so of it. Good. Thank you for filling in for the recuperating Caitlin McKinnon, who get better, will be, who will be back next week, and I believe next week, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, Baba Booey, <laughs> Howard Stern's penis, Baba Booey. If you're listening, <laughs> if you may, if you're still here after that, <laughs> and you come back next week, I believe we are doing uh, Collateral, which is a BBC show. Because the one thing I know of Caitlin's trip is all the crime dramas air at 7 p.m. in Scotland. Oh, man. She is living her best life. She can watch <laughs> all the crime shows and hit the bed by 10 o'clock. And a galosh in the beach. Yep. <laughs> and then write to Ev- 7 p.m. stories. <laughs> Everything she loves. <laughs> she will be back next week. I will be back next week. Kozak, thank you for filling in. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Chris Kozak. The theme song is by Rob Gasser. And we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Where's my waves? There's my waves. Can I see my waves?
I'm making little waves. Oh my God, you're so. I'm making little waves. Yeah, we gotta turn you no, up. No, I'm just, I just want to make my little waves. Oh my God, just lay right in the little waves. How am I now? Oh God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, this is fun. <laughs>